0: righteous warriors what is up what's good with you season two episode three we are back again again and this episode y'all gonna have to excuse us just a little bit it's a nice day we're recording this semi outside when i say semi outside i mean we are in the car with the windows down <laughs> <laughs> you know we gotta do what we gotta do exactly the ac was too loud so y'all might hear car sounds y'all might hear uh some obnoxious birds <laughs> y'all might hear the winds of chesterfield county but Hey, it is what it, is. it We're is. getting right with nature right now. Yes. Kind of. Yes, we are. we embracing. <laughs> Sam, the topic for this week I got, I got a problem. You got a problem? I got a problem. You got a problem? A with problem with society. A man. Society. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's, what's don't I problem? always? <laughs> what's going on with the problem? It's funny because the top of my notes says marriage is a trap. <laughs> but I, I don't. All right. So I'm going to, re- I wrote like a small little intro. I'm just going to spit these bars real quick. Spit right. bars. Is marriage going to phase out? No. But just because it has become a, a tradition and a sign as a culmination of romance and love does not mean that it is for everyone. What does that mean, Reginald? Reginald. Overall, what I'm going to bring to the table in this discussion is that Marriage should not just be your end goal like it is not for everyone and the reason I say that is because I believe that marriage takes a lot more skills than people Initially sign up for all right Love to me is a skill and just like any other skill It has to be practiced and it has to be reflected upon in order for someone to get better. Football, for instance. Yeah. When you play football, your coach is telling you, hey, bro. I don't know why your coach would call you bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sam, I need you to set the edge better. You'd be like, okay, I got you, coach. And then you don't do it, but you think you do it. or You don't do it in the way that he's telling you to do it, right? Mm-hmm. When you watch film, that is your chance to reflect upon what you've been doing, right? Yeah. Because now you can see it. You can understand it. And then you can semi-understand why you're doing it the way you're doing it, right? Yeah. And then through that film, the coach can show you, hey, let's do this. And then you'll go practice it. Yeah. Exactly. That's how I feel love should be. So, all right. So do you have anything to say about just just rebuttal that, I guess, off top. I would say this is me this
1: is just me like yeah yeah my personal thing but I feel like (laughs) hmm what you just said it's kinda yeah it's kinda like it's, it's true but like I feel like that some people you don't have to get married or whatever but like yeah I would agree that some marriage isn't for everybody mm-hmm. and some people don't want to get married you know what I mean mm-hmm. but if like it's okay like if you're going to get married you know if you decide you want to get married to yeah. someone that you love and that you want to be with for the rest of your life right you know what I mean there comes with some challenges with that you absolutely there I mean? comes with some challenges with that but I feel like if if y'all not healthy like just say it if you're um, you're with your girlfriend or your boyfriend or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. For example, right? So if y'all y'all been, let's say y'all been together for like oh, six years, something like that. That's a long time. Five six years. We're talking
0: marriage or just a relationship? Like just a, relationship. a relationship, just boyfriend girlfriend. Okay. Yeah, boyfriend girlfriend. So five six years. Got yeah, it. five six years,
1: right? And i mean y'all had a it's okay but you know y'all had a little toxic stuff going on you know this little toxic and stuff like that but um but if y'all decide like if y'all been working on it and making yourself better over time mm-hmm. yeah you can get married you know what i mean I'm just saying, like, you you can get married. Absolutely. If you're ready and you want to get, you know, you ready for that next step. Okay. But if you're not ready for that next step and y'all still, it's okay if you're not ready for that next step. Work on yourselves so when you get in that marriage, your marriage is like a covenant. You know what I mean? And, like, once you get married, y'all become one.
0: You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm with you on that. Yeah,
1: y'all become one, so... Basically, everything y'all do, like, y'all have to work out together, mm-hmm. you know, as one. As one, one. unit. <laughs> <laughs> one team. <laughs> <laughs> one heart. <laughs> you know what I mean? But what I'm trying to say is, is just work on yourself and make yourself better, you know what I mean? Like, individually. Like, you work on yourself, and she work on yourself, or he works on yourself, and you work on yourself. You know what I mean? Make each other better, you know, of course, and then when that time comes to come to one, y'all already strong, and y'all unstoppable, you feel me?
0: All right, so you brought up a really strong point, and probably the biggest argument I think people will bring for marriage is the fact that you just need to work on it, basically, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. It's going to take work. Everyone understands that it's a job. No one goes into marriage thinking that it's going to be super easy. And if you do, you're probably either illogical or insane. So this was actually going to be my closing statement, but oh no, dad. I'm going to, no, 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 you're fine. This was actually going to be my closing statement, but I'm going to say it now just because this is the best rebuttal that I have prepared for that statement, argument, devil's advocate position, right? My point is, getting married is not necessarily an investment, but it's an extremely expensive bet. A lottery ticket, a la a lottery ticket. And what you're betting on is that for the rest of your life, you and this partner that you've chosen will consistently and constantly grow your skill of love. The reason to me this is a bad bet is that I believe most people still have the emotional skill levels love skill levels of a 12 year old Mm -hmm. and emotional I I think that emotional maturity means understanding that you can understand that you can love someone and hate them all at the same time it's a a concept called ambivalence and these this trait takes a lot of people 60 plus years to understand Mm -hmm. 60 plus years of life and so that being said I I really stand by the fact that I do not believe that our society is structured in a way that we are taught slash are able to continue growing our skills of love in order to understand what we need and to understand what our partners need alright, and so what this looks like in a relationship is actually learning how to be a teacher right, because not only do you have to be able to to teach your partner how you need to love yourself but like you said you're growing together as one and you're ultimately should be trying to become better people together, right? right, that you're trying to better your lives together, we completely agree on that, and so in order to do that you have to be able to teach them what's wrong with them because a lot of people have not learned how to be self-aware especially on their own. And so it is ultimately your job as a as a married person to I believe to teach them but also be a student because yes you will notice hey, I really hate the way you chew. Hey, I really, I really dislike what you've been doing like with your body per se, right? Like if they just don't work out, they don't, you know, they're, you notice they're getting out of shape. If you're not a fan of it, these are things that you have to express because if they bother you, because you have to be open and honest with your partner right you have to let them know otherwise it'll just grow and you'll start to become unattracted to them you'll start to ignore them you'll start to become ambivalent towards them and if you're a withdrawal what's it called a withdrawing personality withdrawal personality uh, anxious avoidant attachment style mm-hmm. you're typically going to back away from the situation, you're just going to shut down. Yeah. Because you don't know how to deal with these feelings, you don't know how to deal with these emotions, and from your past, you may be scared that you're going to get into an argument or something like that. So, to wrap up this point, I've been talking for a little bit now. To wrap up this point, I don't see marriage as a good investment because I think a lot of people out there I I think your chances of finding that winning lottery ticket before the age of thirty five or forty are extremely extremely low, and my overall i guess argument is that when you get married, it needs to be forever. I don't believe in seconds thirds fourths fifths, sixth, anything after that you're probably dead by then <laughs> but but you get you get what I'm saying but uh okay uh, yeah yeah yeah
1: to piggyback on what you said, um, um, I feel like me personally, Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) me personally,
0: and um, I want to stress that it is a personal thing. Yeah. Like, you know, like, go ahead. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: But, um, I feel like, yeah, it's a, it's something that Might not be a a good investment. I wouldn't say investment because it's like
0: marriage is something special. Yeah, I mean, like I wouldn't call it an investment, I call it a bet, you know. Yeah,
1: but I mean, if you some people might not even find that person, you know what I mean? I don't know, but somebody might find their person, you know. But I'm just saying, is like, like I said earlier, you know. Just make sure It's Who you really want to be I'm, I've am never been married before and Yeah we're both 20 years old We've, yeah, never, we've, we've never, never been, been married, been married. <laughs> But I'm just saying like We're not Mormon <laughs>
0: I'm
1: just saying like I've never been married But I'm saying like Me I'm personally looking Like I'm personally wants, Want to get married mm-hmm. One day Eventually get married one day This is where I'm coming from You know what I mean I eventually want to get married one day, you know, and just from, like, experience, you know what I mean? Yeah. With, like, relationships in the past and stuff, it's like, you know, I just look for different things that, you know, I've matured enough to look for different things and different people, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm not saying, like, the next person that you get with or you don't or whatever you decide you got to get married to. No. Don't rush it. Yeah, of course not. Don't rush the process. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because once you get married, that means you you for them, you about them forever. You know what I mean? you like, supposed to be. Yes. You're supposed to be about them forever. You know, that's, that's like the tradition. You know what I mean? And like, I just feel like love you know, love isn't for a price, you know what I mean? Okay. Love love is a gift, not for a price. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No strains attached. Absolutely. That's that. that's love, you know? Love is when like I'm I'm gonna start preaching a little bit. Go ahead. You know what I mean? Love your <laughs> pull Love love is basically Jesus. You know what I mean? He went okay. on his cross, he died he took he died for our sins. He rose on the third day. Okay, you know what I mean. That's love right there. What I got a question for all of y'all. You know, would you would y'all would have done what Jesus would have done? Would I you would've. gotta would you gotta crucify? Would you gotta get? Would you um, gotten like beaten up and crucified on a cross, left there to die? You know what I mean. I will do the hard shit.
0: For sin, Yep. You know what I mean, mean? For the rest of humanity? Absolutely. But, that point being taken, <laughs> would I do that for one singular person once I become ambivalent? Yeah. that That, I feel like, is an extremely... To me, at least, just because of my attachment style, I feel like that's an extremely weird question, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Not like... Like I said, I would do it if it meant to save all of humanity, right, from their sins, but if it's just one person and, you know, I, I, I'm sacrificing my life, which is essentially what marriage is, right, you're, you're giving up, you're, you're, you're giving your life into the hands of this person, right, because with love comes attachment, comes happiness, comes sadness, comes all these different types of emotions, right? And you can argue that you're going to feel these things in a relationship anyways, and that's fine as well, but in a relationship, I mean, in a marriage, you're much, you're literally legally bound to this person. Like, you can't go anywhere. And this brings me to what really sparked this conversation in my mind, and that's divorce. I have I have a buttload of facts right here, so I'm going to just read them all off in, in succession, and then... Um, you know you can react to them or bring up your next point whatever you know I just want to I want to drop these out there for the people all right so 40 to 50 percent of marriages in the United States end in divorce and the percentage goes up for every single marriage so that means um, like 60 percent of second marriages end in divorce 73 percent of third marriages end in divorce Um, the United States has the sixth highest divorce rate in the world um every <laughs> this is a funny statistic every thirteen seconds there is one divorce in America, and every, the web- the website that I found this stuff on was breaking down like how many divorces happen over just one wedding ceremony, and it was like a thousand and three hundred or something like that oh. um the average first marriage that ends in divorce lasts about eight years, so that that five to six year they're about to break up <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> but um average age of first-year divorce is 30 years old. I feel like that's a really important statistic, mainly because 30 years old is typically when you start taking life extremely seriously. You know, should you choose to continue living, obviously, typically 30 years old is when people start, you know, wanting to start families. Or wanting financial change or wanting a bigger house or wanting a better job or all these different types of things 30 years old is a really high or a really important age um women file for 66% of divorces on average um some years it's been higher that's why I said on average for women divorce rates and higher divorce the divorce rate is higher from ages 30 to 60, which, I mean, it's another interesting thing for women, because if you think about, just, if you think about it bi- biologically, there there could be a lot of reasons for this, obviously, but, I mean, 30 to 60, that's typically within the age range for menopause. Um, so, whatever that may be, menopause, and then, uh, you know, mid early early 30s mid 30s you're probably looking for a kid if you don't have one already and if your partner isn't willing to jump into that or have a child Mm -hmm. you may have a change of heart also you know considering like a big thing i consider is is financial issues right but we'll get to that later Mm -hmm. the average cost of divorce with a lawyer is fifteen thousand dollars just on average I don't got $15,000 um I I pulled up the top reasons for divorce and I got this from marriage.com and it it was a list of 20 but I brought eight bullet points so first the first one on the thing was infidelity okay I think that's pretty that's pretty justifiable to be honest like if you cheat on me I'm gone period Mm -hmm. um money So I brought up financial situations earlier. Lack of communication, constant arguing, weight gain, unrealistic expectations, lack of intimacy, jealousy, and insecurity. Jealousy and insecurity was one bullet point. But, so, yeah, I mean, that's just, you know. (laughs) I mean, those are typical, like, those eight reasons alone, right? There's the things you face in relationships, period. And I think that's, that, that, I think these prove my point. Um, granted, I'm I'm sure that there were... There was a bullet point about like domestic abuse or anything like that, and I specifically didn't bring that up because I absolutely wholeheartedly believe that is a perfect reason for a divorce. Mm-hmm. And I, I completely understand that you can't under... You don't know who someone's going to turn into once they get comfortable with you, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's just these prove my entire point is that you're just betting on the fact that this partner will be perfect for you for the rest of your life or that you can make them perfect for you or that you can be perfect for them for the rest of your lives so um
1: like what you said earlier i guess i'm just saying
0: like i don't want like i feel like that there's a lot of cars going by right now. I'm about yeah. to fight the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot.
1: But, um, I wouldn't, like, me, I don't think, like, yeah, marriage can be challenging, but marriaging isn't supposed to be, it's supposed to be something beautiful, you know what I mean? And, like, you're supposed to be living your life with the person that you, you honestly love and wants to be with forever, right? Mm-hmm. Like, this is just me speaking from the heart, you know what I mean? Of course. And I feel like if you don't, you should say, like, what I said about if you were a boyfriend and girlfriend, right? And, like, you, it's only time can tell, you know what I mean? Only time can tell. But as that time goes on until that day that you ask her or, you know, ask her to be your um your fiancé and then eventually get married to be your wife, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Through that time period, you know, whatever time you ask, make sure you're observing things, you know what I mean? Make sure you're getting to know her, you know what I mean? And she's getting to know you, you feel me? Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is, if you get to know each other and you begin to have a relationship and a bond that is so, you know, that's so strong... I'm just saying, you don't have to worry about divorce. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't have to worry about getting divorced and all this unhappy stuff because marriage is supposed to be something beautiful because it's something that God created. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because it says when God puts two, one or two, like when God puts two together, it cannot be broken. You know what I mean? So that's why this is just me personally because... I would just pray about it. You know what I mean? I would just pray about it, about everything. I know some of y'all don't, you know. This is just me speaking from the heart, you know. Yeah. And what I've been taught and what I've, you know, experienced. You know what I mean? Like, honestly, I want to get married one day. hmm But only time can tell and only God knows. You know what I mean? But what I'm saying is that um, no that person, like, the back of your hand, you know what I mean, know that person, and make sure that other person knows you, like, you know, she knows you, and you know her, you know what I mean, like, the back of your hand, so when things come up, nothing can break you, you know what I mean, y'all can get through things like it was nothing, you feel me, that's something, that, but that only happens When you take your time with each other, you know, you have patience. Everybody's not perfect. Everybody has issues. Mm. And it takes time to heal from different issues. You know what I mean? You know, and I just, I'm just trying to I'm speaking from the heart right now. You know what I mean? And I feel like, 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 I'm just saying, like, what, like this verse right here, right? I got, I pulled it up while Reg was talking. Mm. It was like, it's from Malachi 2. 16 it says for I hate divorce says the Lord the good of Israel to divorce your wife is to overwhelm her with cruelty Mm -hmm. says the Lord of heaven's armies so guard your heart do not be unfaithful to your wife you know that's something when you're when you're married when you get when you marry somebody you're you're not only it's going to come with some challenges obviously that's life you know what I mean we all when we're not even married we go through challenges in life so it doesn't it doesn't even matter it's a part of life you know what i mean but being married to somebody is about bringing somebody into your life to help be a resource to you Mm -hmm. you know what i mean you're they supposed to help lift you up and you supposed to help lift lift them up but that they're not your source
0: i want to back up just a little bit to something you brought up and that was taking your time
1: yeah
0: um this is a really big thing that i'm gonna preach as well because i believe that biologically right we're forced to at least like i was saying earlier you're almost forced to make a decision by the time you're 30 especially if you're a woman if you're a man not so much because I mean you know typically from what I've noticed men who are already in their 30s and not married will just end up dating younger but um, a lot of times or I I think what you need to pay attention to is yes biologically at least from the woman's perspective biologically, I'm on a clock. If I want to have children, right? And that's, that's something that's really important to, to understand that you want. If I want to have children, I should really try to find the right partner. Right. But once again, it's, it's, it's entirely a gamble. Of course, I think we've, we've covered that enough, but at the same time, what do I want to say? I feel like I want to say I feel like what I really want to say is it's important to practice having tough conversations in every relationship that you have I feel like you shouldn't ever look at a relationship and be like this has to be the one this has to be the one that I marry my time is running out I need to get married now any of that because I think as me and Sam will both agree the universe and God will put you in the right situation when the time is right and he will bless you with what he believes that you need when the time comes
1: mm-hmm.
0: so being patient waiting on your time um, I was talking to someone earlier today about how I believe that I think it's really really bad for parents to tell their kids not to start dating until age like 16, 17, 18. Right. I think that's a really bad idea, because especially as a woman that if you wait until 18 to start dating, unless it's a personal choice, if you're forced to wait until 18 to start dating someone, that's I don't know when people start counting their relationships, but I guess I start from age 14. So (laughs) that's that's four whole years that you're missing out on of knowledge, right? Mm -hmm. Knowledge of what you need in relationships, knowledge of what you can provide in relationships. And it's really important to know what you can provide. Because where a lot of relationships go wrong, and I blame, overall, I blame romanticism for this, where a lot of relationships go wrong is self-righteousness. I know that's funny coming from the Righteous Warriors, right? <laughs> but we're called the Righteous Warriors because we're pursuing righteousness, not because we already believe that we're perfect, right? <laughs> so you get into relationships and you expect someone to, to... Sam, said a, Sam had a really good point when he said, know them like the back of your hand. But I don't believe you said expect them to know you like the back of their hand. Right. Because that is asking too much. I thought we were talking earlier about the idea of original sin. And overall, I believe romanticism has ruined love for us because it removes completely the idea of original sin. Original sin, for those of you all who don't know, is the idea that. And I believe it came from... It either came from Judaism or Christianity. um, Which, I mean, one in the same almost. But, it's the idea that humans are born imperfect. Right? Mm -hmm. This is the reason why Jesus died for our sins, right? We are born imperfect. We are going to sin. We are going to mess up. We are going to disappoint you. We are going to whatever. We are idiots, essentially. We're stupid. We are. And... We have to be
1: forgiven. So That's the shedding of the blood. That's why God died on. Well, you know, so Jesus died on the sin for, died on the cross for our sins. Mm-hmm. So we can be washed pure and clean by His precious blood. Yes, sir. You know what I mean. We can go to the Son and ask for forgiveness. Yeah. You know what I mean. We have authority through Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? So, like, that's because of what Jesus did on the cross. God came down through his son Jesus to die. You know what I mean? Uh In our fleshly body, Uh you know, as a human being. So, he experienced everything that we experience till today, Uh Jesus experienced too. Yep. So, he died. He died on the cross for our sins because we already knew we were messed like we were, before even before this before Jesus even died we were all messed up mm-hmm. you know like we're all messed up still but Absolutely. like I know I am. we have we can have access to forgiveness mm-hmm. to be washed clean and to you know because God, Jesus died on the cross for us mm-hmm. you know what I mean and I'm, I'm just saying like I'm not trying to say Trying to be like hyper spiritual or you know what I mean. Yeah. This is just something that you know that it's a part of me. You know, I grew up in the church.
0: Well, it's history, actually. Yeah. But (laughs) even if you know know history, it's history. It actually happened.
1: But it's just like when you have an encounter with Jesus, it's it's amazing. You know, when you have a relationship with Him, if you have a relationship, like this is me personally. If you get like if you have a relationship with Jesus, then you can have a relationship with anybody because Jesus was perfect, you know, and he's like a, a role model like a he's basically our heavenly father, obviously, you know what I mean? But like he's he's something so extraordinary, you know, that how like something that you can look to look to him. And it will help you understand
0: I think that's a pretty good point um just because I think that if should you choose to be religious or a religious person i personally i'm not a religious person I'm a spiritual person I, I will say that till the day I die like I don't follow a particular religion, but I follow what my spirit tells me and what my spirit where my spirit guides me um but that being said, I think that religion is extremely important because of hope (laughs) because like I'm, i'm a very big believer in that you can do anything or just about anything you set your mind to as long as it be possible um as long as you still have hope sometimes i believe that pessimism is good like you know just being like or if if i'm doing something and someone tells me hey you'll never be able to do that that just drives me to do it to want to do it more pessimism is good sometimes but all in all i think that it's really good to have religion and to to keep hope that being said i think that religion it it's a complicated thing right because we can we can go into great great detail about how religion has been used poorly in in just about every religion right Mm -hmm. talk about how it's been used poorly talk about you know false prophets we can talk about uh quote unquote bad christians right we can talk about all that stuff but i mean all together religion i feel is a really really good way to get to know yourself and to understand your partner and their actions i had never read the bible until last like fall semester of last year, right, so 2019, I had never read any of the Bible, maybe the first few pages of Genesis, and I think I had read maybe half of Revelations, but never like a full book, um, and I, I read the, I read all four Gospels last year, and it really taught me a lot about love, acceptance, um, What's the word I'm looking for? What's it called? When you're like not aggressive and you're not passive. Oh dang. What? Um, Assertive. Assertiveness. Mm-hmm. taught me a lot about assertiveness and stuff like that. And I, I don't not that you have to be religious to to read the Bible, of course. I just think it's a really good thing to do. As well as understanding two things, philosophy and psychology. I think marriages as a whole, like I think the d- divorce rate would drop significantly if a lot more people understood psychology, if a lot more people understood um, psychotherapy techniques, if a lot of people understood just how to deal with their emotions. I put out a tweet the other day saying, I propose emo- like emotional training or emotional, emotion classes, teaching you how to deal with your emotions, how to confront your emotions, why your emotions exist. Essentially, psychology classes from ages, or from, from ages, from grades 6 through 12. Mm-hmm. Of course, kids aren't really going to be able to understand it because they don't even know what they're feeling. They just act on their feelings. That's what most kids do, unless they're hyper-intelligent kids, you know, which is, uh, they're you know, rare. <laughs> but, but I believe, seriously, if we added this into our um, curriculum, people would... Get to you know ages 18 to 22, and they would feel a lot more comfortable not only in relationships but with themselves. When you're comfortable with yourself, when you're confident, when you understand yourself, when you know what you need, when you know who you are, when you know what you provide, the world opens up to you in a way that I can't even explain, Mm -hmm. you know, because like you have more, you'll have better job opportunities. Better meaning better for you, not just better money, you know. You'll become a better person in general, become a better friend, a better partner. You'll become I uh, it's just like it's just be it's like a an added sense of human capital to me. If you can become in control of your emotions. I feel you.
1: but I feel it like- there's, I'm a. I'm a go on for a little bit. Go ahead, go ahead. ahead. Take your time, boy. You know what I mean. We talking. Like what you Church. like. What you said about like I think we started early about like like you should like you should start dating at, like you know when you started dating like people should start dating that. Mm-hmm. I feel like like me like me. I feel like people should like. I mean, of course, as, if it's it's your choice, okay. When you want to start dating or yeah. whatever, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But but I just feel like you should start, um, maybe around like seventeen, like when you start really really dating and getting to know things. So you because, say you should start a little bit later. Yeah, because like that's when that's when I was starting like dating, you know, and starting like, cause I feel like we understand a little bit more than like when we're younger you Mm -hmm. know what I mean okay yeah I feel like when we're younger like maybe like 16 you know when we're younger we don't understand as much you know what I mean yeah and I feel like you can truly understand at like 16 on, on up because that's when you start really really you know getting digging in deep with dating and stuff like that, you know what it I mean. Be, yeah. But that's just me, you mm-hmm. know. That's just me. I couldn't people can think different, but everybody's different, obviously. Mm-hmm. But what I wanted to say is about like this verse about from Galatians five twenty two to twenty three. It was like mm-hmm. it says, "But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness." faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, against such things there is no law, what I was saying is like, in marriage, like in marriage and stuff, and like even relationships, like friendships, or anything like that, you know what I mean, we all should have the fruit of the spirit, obviously, which I just said, those are the things, the fruit of the spirit, you know, It's just characteristics that we should have, you know. As a loving relationship with anybody, you know. We can love anybody as a friend, as a boyfriend, girlfriend, as a wife, a husband. It doesn't matter, you know. Love makes the world go round, Mm -hmm. obviously, you know. But society doesn't see it that way, you know what I mean. People got their own thoughts, their own things. But truly, this right here is what love is you know what I mean and like this other verse is about like hold on this is a very famous you know verse that everybody you know put out but I take it to heart this is something that I live by you okay. know what I mean it's from 1st Corinthians 13 4 through 8 it says love is patient love is kind It does not invade. It does not boast. I know I said this in a last season, but it's something that I live by. You know what I mean? It says it is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no records of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. That this is just, you know, this is what I live by. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying I'm not trying to force anybody to live by it. You do what you want to do, but I'm just saying this is me. This is this is me. This is from the heart. This they're is, speeding. yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean. This is what I do. You know, this is what I live by, and I try like I put it, I apply it to my life. Honestly, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and. This is just something that I've encouraged other people to do. You know what I mean? You don't have to do it, but I just encourage y'all to just at apply least try it. it. Yeah, <laughs> at least try it. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's cool. that's just
0: yeah. yeah. I I see where that is coming from, and I feel like that. I feel like that quote in particular has been. I don't. I don't really know. I don't want to say it's been taken out of context, but I don't. I don't really know what I want to say to that. I mean, I know that I want to say this. I think you can happen to fall out of love with someone, and I think probably, probably the hardest thing you'll ever do. In terms of a relationship, is deal with ambivalence. So let me set up a scenario and then explain ambivalence a little bit farther, right? So let's say you're with this partner. This partner, you love this partner, obviously. You've been together for, let's say, four or five years. They've now become an extremely major part of your life. It's a, it's a long, that's a good chunk of your life, mm-hmm. right? That's essentially, what, a 20th of your life, right? It's a, it's a pretty big amount. Um. all of a sudden they do something that just goes against your character and your values entirely. Maybe they cheat on you. Maybe they... Maybe your girl started an OnlyFans account. Boom! Right? That hurts. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because now, not only... I only brought that up because I saw a video about it on Twitter and it was, it was kind of funny. but <laughs> But... So, let's take that scenario. You are with your girl, right? And she brings up the, the the option of her starting an OnlyFans account because she wants to make more money, right? Now, you're not married. You're together in a relationship. Let's just say you've been dating, like I said earlier, four or five years. Mm-hmm. She wants to make a little bit more money. She brings up OnlyFans account. This is against your values, your morals, ethics, all of the above right Mm -hmm. you don't believe in this because of whatever right and then she goes behind your back and does it anyways Mm -hmm. this can create ambivalence you love this person you value them they are one of the biggest parts of your life probably at the time the biggest part of your life right Mm -hmm. and then they just went behind your back despite your wishes, despite you know, what you asked them to do, and they hurt you.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Now, does that give you permission to to leave them? Of course. Because why? Because you've been hurt. Does that mean you have to leave them? No. Absolutely not. Because why? Because you love them. Yeah. This is the idea of ambivalence. It's two opposing forces. (laughs) Typically they're equal and they're pushing against each other and it's forcing you not to make a choice or at least delay in making a choice which delaying in itself is a choice right but i think that is one of our biggest challenges in emotions because a lot of us are trained to either so okay there's a deeper philosophy in this by the way a lot of my philosophies that i pull i pull from Alain de baton and he's a uh he's a philosopher, he's in charge of the, um, he founded the School of Life on YouTube, which is a very popular page, y'all should check it out, it helped me with a lot of things, but anyways, oh should I lost my place, I did great on his pronunciation though, <laughs> <laughs> but, um. so I was talking about ambivalence, and then, uh, yeah, I don't know, I just think, I, I think, when you, when you face these things, it's, it's a major achievement, right? To acknowledge that you love this person and that they hurt you. It's from, um, it's from Melanie Klein's work back in, I believe the 1950s. She was a psychoanalyst, I believe. And it, it stems from childhood, right? Where children, uh, we've all seen a child get mad because, their their mother like if their mother breastfeeds, they like stop breastfeeding them, right, and then the kid's like, but I want more and then, and the mom's just like, no like i'm tired, ty- I don't got no more like I'm out, and like that that's that that's where it comes from in childhood and it it can it can be a serious problem for us as we get older, um because a lot of us won't mature out of it, and that's why I'm saying like I said earlier. When you're in a relationship and you choose to get married, you're essentially taking a bet right that this person will mature their love skills, their emotions, their psychoanalytics past the age of like twelve right and I don't think any of us are pedophiles so. <laughs>
1: what i want I wanted to say is like like what you said about you can fall out of love sometimes, right mm-hmm. I feel like. If you fall fall out of love, you were never in love with that person from the jump. You know what I mean? Sure. Me? Like what I what I mean by that is like, if you if you fall out of love out of, with somebody, right? Okay. Right. Doesn't that mean you were never in love with them from the jump, right?
0: I don't think so necessarily. But Be- because if if someone if someone does you dirty and they consistently do so. I think it's only logical to to not love them anymore. You know I mean, what I'm saying? Not that you can fully control who you love and yeah. how you love and anything like that, but I mean like for instance, if someone if someone cheats on me and I choose to take them back and I get cheated on again, at that point I'm not I'm not in love with you anymore. I I, it's me personally, right? And you know, like you said earlier, different people are different. Yeah. If you if you cheat on me and you do me dirty again, it's like I why would I logically why would I ever even give you the thought a day?
1: I'm not I'm not saying like yeah if somebody cheats like even like in a relationship Mm -hmm. or in marriage if you cheat like if let's say if you cheat in a marriage you know what I mean Mm -hmm. you have every right you like that whoever cheated on you know you know what I mean yeah yeah no I got you
0: whoever the cheaty yeah
1: the (laughs) cheaty or whatever. The other person has the right to like divorce them because they committed adultery. You know what I mean? It's and, a crime against humanity. Yeah, you know what I mean. But like, that's the only time that you can divorce. You know what I mean? Because if y'all are one
0: and you're supposed to be, you know what I mean? I would, disagree with that. But you know what I mean? If you're getting your butt whooped in the house, I I'll, feel like you could definitely okay. <laughs> but that's an extreme okay. case, you know. Okay. Of course. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> But
1: what I'm just saying is like if somebody cheats where like if somebody cheats yeah, you have a you can get a divorce or whatever. Absolutely, yeah. You know what I mean? Or, you know, other situations. That okay. But what I'm saying is if you love somebody, right if you love somebody and like what you said about the all fans account type thing, right? And (laughs) they (laughs) and they went behind your back or whatever I wouldn't necessarily like say you would fall like you would wouldn't love them anymore. You just wouldn't deal with them. Anymore. I wouldn't have, yeah. I wouldn't say that for that situation you know, either. Yeah. Yeah, you some know but, you know. yeah. Some people
0: different, but yeah.
1: Some people different, but I'm just saying like I wouldn't say or even like any other situation. I wouldn't say like you would wouldn't love them anymore. You yeah. just wouldn't deal with them anymore you know what I mean that's yeah. two different things but what I'm saying is that
0: stupid I, bro <laughs> <laughs> but, what saying, somebody's package right now
1: <laughs> what I'm saying is if, some, if one of you even in a relationship or in a marriage or even in a friendship sure. if somebody do you wrong and you don't like it or something talk it out work it out mm-hmm. you know because you know at the end of the day We all make mistakes, but if you talk it out with one another and work it out, that's even, that's how you build a strong relationship, you know what I mean?
0: But what if they don't want to talk it out?
1: They want to talk it out. If they want to talk it out, you can't make somebody talk it out, you feel me? You know what I mean? If they won't, if they don't want to talk it out, and you, like, if you, like, if you're willing to talk it out. They don't want to talk it out, and you try it, and you try it. Then you just gotta keep moving on from it. You can't
0: control what you can't control. Okay, you know I mean? and I to prod a little bit farther and deeper into that. I know you have a point that you're trying to bring up, but what do you do when you consistently run into problems with this person, right? Uh-huh. And they shut down, refuse to help, refuse to help themselves. Refuse to do anything, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. what what do you do at this point? Because this is supposed to be your partner. They're supposed to be helping you become a better person. They're supposed to be helping. You know, you're supposed to be helping each other. You're supposed to be on this goal together. And then all of a sudden, they just shut down on you mm-hmm. for not just for a week, not just for a month, not just for you know, you're married. They shut down on you for two years, three years. You stop communicating. Mm-hmm. You know what do you do then? I mean,
1: if you just stop communicating, that's something. That's something toxic. You know what I mean? But you can't. Communication is key. You know
0: what I mean. But, well, I'm saying like if the other person starts communicating, you oh, know, I'm, person. if you if you keep consistently trying and they just refuse, like, but,
1: yeah, if yeah. they don't, if you you can't help anybody that can't that don't want help. I yeah, I agree. <laughs> you know what I mean? I agree. <laughs> That's what I'm just saying. Like, but I'm just saying, like, you know what I mean?
0: Oh no, I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> <You're> stupid, <laughs>
1: but. Yeah, if somebody don't want to be helped, then they can't be helped. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
0: No, I'm there. <laughs> I'm there with you. And so
1: it's just toxic. And, and at that point,
0: so that you have a you have a quote that you're trying to bring up. Yeah, but I was
1: just you know, but what I was saying is like work it out. Like if you can work it out, work it out. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because if you take if you kill it at its at its source, yeah, you know what I mean, then you won't have to go into this bigger, oh, I'm not communicating with you i'm not gonna I'm gonna shut down, you know yeah. if you kill it at its source, if you take sit down and analyze and revive <laughs> throw back to week one, bro you know what <laughs> I mean if you sit down and you analyze and revise and figure out those errors. You ain't got to worry about shutting down. You Mm -hmm. ain't got to worry about, I'm not communicating. I don't have to worry about, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Because you already figured out the errors, the problems, and you're dealing with it. You're fixing it. You're finding a solution to it. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's what everybody should do. Because love is patient. Love is kind. You know what I mean? And it doesn't keep any records of wrongs. Okay. You know what I mean?
0: I get what you're saying, yeah. I hear you, but I'm just saying like y'all can. I don't know if y'all picking up what I'm putting down, but I, you know, I think a mean? lot more people are actually going to be on your side in this debate. And it's not that I'm arguing against marriage as a no. whole. Obviously, I never said that. Yeah, I'm just saying that like it. It's definitely. I think it's overrated. You know, mm-hmm. but keep on keep on going. Or was, was that? A, yeah, that was just that, that was, was
1: just some little little nugget out there. So you know I mean?
0: okay, my That's my me my mm-hmm. biggest thing like we we talked about the you know if they if they stop talk, talking to you and you can't like you can't help that you know there's nothing you can do about that mm-hmm. and that is exactly why i'm saying like it's just it's it's a it's a, it's a raw deal to me now i want to point out the fact that a lot of people are probably going to say, like, oh, you've probably just been hurt by women in the past. And to that I say, shut up. <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> but it doesn't come from that. It's just that, you know, divorce really scares me. Why? Because I know what's going on in my brain, right? At all times. It's kind of a curse, low-key. <laughs> I don't know what the other person is thinking. That being said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm just going to leave that there. That's fine where it is. I want to bring up the work relationship balance. I think we only have like 6 minutes left, but really quickly, I just want to say we're going to talk about romanticism next week probably. And and I'm going to talk about how romanticism has ruined love and relationships and it's probably ruining your relationship right now, right? Um, Not you, but like just people in general, right? Um, The listeners. You. You, listener, is ruining your life. (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) Romantics romantics never had jobs. Romantics were always like, I don't want to say lazy bums, but they were always just like writers, philosophers, and they would just see a girl, because typically they were men, they would see a girl or they would see a man, and they would just write about them write about how this was the perfect person the most beautiful person uh they had no faults no wrongs whatever and you know this is this is when they got rid of the idea of original sin. this this originated by the way around 1750 um before that love was looked at completely differently but uh in the most in for the most part but you know the romantics they never had to deal with work-life balance and they also we're not living to be ninety a hundred eighty even eighty years old back in seventeen back in the seventeen hundreds if you made it to sixty, you were a tortoise like you you were ancient if you made it to sixty so you know these romantics they would fall in love they would get these their their partners or whatever, and then all of a sudden their partner would die of tuberculosis, and they're still twenty four like <laughs> you know what I'm saying, yeah. so it's like. To me, romanticism is almost illogical now, right? And I think that is a source of a lot of our problems is that we just expect the perfect romance, the perfect partner, and so on and so forth. But particularly speaking about the work-life balance, right? You don't know what your partner is going through and they don't know what you are going through, right? And this this is more of an advice thing, more than like a gripes against marriage, right? Let's just say we bring kids into the situation. Now, it's just chaos, right? Kids suck. Like everyone knows, everyone knows kids <laughs> suck, all right? So basically, you, a lot of these arguments will drive you Insane, and then we bring back the the okay, and then we bring back the part of you know having to know your partner, expecting your partner to know you, and you know they'll just cut you off. They'll they'll you know they'll I'll shut down.
1: I feel you. Well, I I know like we were about to run out of time a little bit, but I just yeah. had one more thing to say. Yeah, go ahead about marriage. What I what I think is. Like, when we're talking about divorce and stuff mm-hmm. like that, right? I feel like... Failed re- failed relationships are due to failed marriages. You know what I mean? Okay. Because... You're friends before lovers, right? Okay. So, if you work on it as a friendship first... Okay. Then you'll have a healthy marriage. You know? Facts are facts. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what society says. Mm-hmm. You know? But... Like, for my parents, my parents been together for, like, I don't know how long. Right. You know what I mean? And they're still together. It's about a relationship that they had before mm-hmm. they got married. And I just encourage y'all, if you build on the relationship you have before marriage with somebody, you don't have to be scared about divorce. You don't have to be scared about having different arguments and different challenges together because you already know each other. You know yeah. what I mean? You already you're you're getting you're willing to know each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're willing to get to know them like the back of your hand. Yep. But what I'm saying is love one another. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Always love one another because
0: love covers over a multitude of set. Love each other I mean? unconditionally. Unconditionally. Um That was so a good yeah. that was a good wrap up right yeah. there. Um I guess for what I'm what I want to say for like my last words is I'm not saying to never get married. I'm not saying that marriage is a horrible, horrible idea. I'm not saying that. I'm saying weigh your options. Yeah. Think about it. Deeper than I need to get married before I'm 30 or 35 or 40 or whatever. Don't
1: rush it. Make the
0: process. Do not rush it. Love is patient. And remember, guys... Always ask for consent, but I mean that's really <laughs> that's really all I have to say. To be yeah. honest, that, that was it. That, I feel like that was a good debate though. That was good. That was, it was good. good, bro. But you know we
1: gonna come back with another one. Absolutely. Like, hey, next week
0: romanticism. Topic. Yeah, it's gonna be lit. I'm gonna blow everyone's mind. <laughs> I promise you. But yeah, man, we
1: love y'all. God bless y'all, and we out. Deuce. Deuces. <laughs>